guys it's me so while I try very hard to get this image of Katy Perry as a hamburger out of my head make sure that you guys are following me on Facebook at shenanigans podcast on Instagram at shenanigans underscore podcast and on Twitter at swfriendspod Spotify listeners don't forget there's a playlist for you it's called the shenanigans playlist you'll see the logo you'll know it's me updated weekly with my intro music as well as other things that I'm listening to so tap in Okay, so episode 38, solo dolo, but I promise it's going to be a good one. Let's do it. I mean, if I'm honest, if I'm really, truly honest, we too could have skipped the Met Gala this year, couldn't we have? So, hey guys, sorry, hey, hey, what's up? <laughs> uh, I'm just going to jump right into it. The Met Gala. Mm. Um, first of all, I've never seen so many people get invited to a thing that I thought you had to be somebody to get invited to in my whole life. Um, <laughs> Beyonce didn't show up, Rihanna didn't show up, and honestly, that's the only reason I ever come, because Rihanna usually, generally kills the shit, and she wasn't there, so there was no reason to. Somebody made um, a comment that she was too busy playing with makeup to go to the Met Gala, and she um, promptly replied with, so? Like, <laughs> listen, Robin, I feel like I have to have a come to Jesus, like, statement on the show, like, every few weeks with Robin. Girl, I love your makeup. I live by it. But my God please like for real like can we just I need to figure out if I can just clip all of the times where I've begged Rihanna to give me more music and she just refuses and maybe I can just send it to her and be like bitch like I'm crying out for you like Mario style like (laughs) so I mean honestly guys I'm not really into like award shows and so the Met Gala like really I just come to see who I like the best there was, like I said, so many fucking people I've never even heard about get invited to this thing, so I don't have the time. Um, Zendaya looked beautiful. She had, like, a light-up, like, Cinderella, bippity-boppity-boop kind of um, feel. Her dress was lit up. She had a fairy godbrother. That was dope. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think, like, probably Billy Porter killed it. I mean, I, my God. Like, the outfit slayed. You feel me? Like, the makeup was flawless. And then, here's the thing, Billy. This is why you're the king, okay? Like, <laughs> listen and listen closely. If I could just... He looks like a more brown and beautiful Mariah Carey. Like, six dudes, naked dude, Not naked. They were, like, naked from, like, the... How do you say that? From the waist up. So, like, they have these shirts on? <laughs> I feel like I could have just said that. But anyway, Billy was carried on a, like a gold chaise, okay? Carried by six naked, shirtless. I I don't know why I want to keep saying naked, like subliminal, like 
something I need something in my life anyway so look <laughs> um carried by two be I mean two six beautiful men and like honestly if I can be carried into rooms forever like that that's what I want to do so I think Billy won I mean I really I mean I put two exclamation points near his name so that has to mean something like I said I think he won <laughs> um who else had some good dresses oh Regina Hall looked pretty um I saw oh my god Sir 21 Savage was there like I feel like I ain't seen him in a minute and I'm just like so glad when I see him and he looks like dapper like it wasn't like goof like overly goofy like the Migos like the dress so it was very cool um Aquafina did her uh went for the first time to her the Met Gala but she looked terrible but I mean honestly like she didn't look terrible. The things that people put her put her in looked terrible. Um, French Montana looked like that nigga that tried to get Aladdin arrested for stealing bread in the uh, marketplace. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know if, like, I don't, did French Montana change his religion and didn't say nothing? Or, like, did I just miss that completely? But he definitely looked like that. Like, he calls niggas street rats on the daily. <laughs> Um, let me see, let me see, let me see. Oh, MJ Rodriguez, beautiful, fucking beautiful. Um, old, the Olsen twins and Celine Dion, they didn't come together, but they should have because they all looked like white walkers. Like, listen, another example, like, of celebrities just, like, falling the fuck apart. Not Celine Dion, because you old girl, and I get it. But, like, Olsen twins, like, are you guys are totally, like, my age or a little bit younger, and I just don't understand why y'all look like, well, I do understand why y'all look like that, I get it, (laughs) we all know why y'all look like that, we just hate that y'all look like that, that shit is insane, um, I mean, so, yeah, pretty much, I'm, that's it, (laughs) thanks for listening, guys, I'll talk to you guys next week, I mean, but really, like, that's really it from the Met Gala, like, I don't really give a fuck, um, especially when Rihanna and Beyonce aren't there, and you know, I mean, what 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 were any of y'all there for if Beyonce and Rihanna weren't there? But I digress. Um, so, <laughs> um, I saw that McDonald's is going to try and um, bring some of their international menu items to the U.S. Um, uh, how do I feel about this? I mean, the things that they're bringing over seem pretty mild. Um, I think that we've we've already even seen the um, the UK item, or excuse me, from Australia. Sorry, I didn't mean to. I misspoke. Um, but the cheesy bacon fries, I think that McDonald's already has that. So that's coming over. There is a new uh, McFlurry from the Netherlands coming, a bacon burger from the, from Spain, and a tomato mozzarella chicken sandwich from Canada. Here's the thing, though. Can we figure out how to make regular McDonald's edible before we start bringing international delights to the menu? <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Can we get the re- can we get that McDouble tasting like something like <laughs> Before we start trying to put shit on it. Like, so the tomato, uh, the tomato base or tomato mozzarella chicken sandwich from Canada has something called, um, uh, oh no, it wasn't that. They have a, like a tomato and herb sauce on that chicken. But the, okay, here it is. The Grand Mick Extreme. First of all, Mick Extreme, like that sounds like it's not for your lower intestines. But the Grand Mick Extreme bacon burger from Spain 
has some shit on it called McBacon sauce, and I feel like never have I heard of that. I feel like it's probably just Thousand Island with, like, imitation bacon bits in it, but I don't know. Who's to say? Um, but yeah, so I don't really know why McDonald's is trying to make things harder for them when I, when they really just need to perfect the things that they have. Um, but I digress. Um, anyway, so that's happening with McDonald's and over at Burger King, (laughs) they are trying to address a social concern, I believe. (laughs) Um, May is mental health awareness month. Um, and that's super serious. Um, there people people take men- mental health really fucking lightly and it's not and then as i say that burger king is here offering things called real meals um there is a uh ad for it and it's just like a whole bunch of people that are like having like not so great days like kind of shitty days or whatever like you know just like oh i'm a single mom or oh, this didn't go right, whatever, you know, just normal things, you just have, like, you know, regular fucking days, but anyway, so Burger King was saying that they understand that no one is happy all the time, so fuck those happy meals, these are real meals, there are, um, moods that you can choose during May, um, for your real meal, you can have a pissed meal, a blue meal, a salty meal, a yes meal, or don't give a fuck meal. Um, all of them essentially are just Whoppers with fries and a drink. There is no toy because this is not a happy meal. Um, <laughs> they um, they changed their slogan, have it your way, I guess this month to feel your way. Um, I just don't understand... I don't know, like, I I get them, like, doing this to address that people are not always happy, but, like, how is this gonna make somebody feel better? Like, if you're having a shitty day and you go get a blue meal, like, okay, so now, like, your food is sad, too, like, (laughs) I just, I mean, I think it's a good little, like, jab in McDonald's, and I see, I, I get it, what they're trying to do, but, like, I don't know that it's Burger King's place to address mental health awareness. (laughs) Maybe not even in this way. Like, also, could there be, like, a pamphlet inside this, like, meal that's like, hey, like, I feel like if a nigga order a sad meal all week by a Friday, I need to be putting it, like, into a, like, a suicide hotline at that point. Like, because, like, I mean, then that's, okay. (laughs) And that's another thing. Like, so if somebody really orders, like, three sad meals, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, in the week, like... As a Burger King employee, like, is it my responsibility to be like, bro, are you okay? Like, how are you feeling? Like, talk to me. Like, let me take my 15. Like, what am I, you know what I'm saying? Like, what is, what is the interaction like after you hand out a salty meal or don't give a fuck meal or a blue meal? Like, what is, what am I supposed to say as a Burger King employee to you? Have a sad day. Like, I don't know. I just, again, I appreciate the thought. I just don't know what this is. I, I, I Let's just say it's a joke. <clears throat> but it's not. So you can actually go get these. But let's just say it's a joke and move on. Cool. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Oh, my God. I ran through the Met Gala thing so fast that I forgot to talk about how Nick Jonas looks like a fucking Littlefinger. That shit was amazing. Was it John or Nick? No, Nick. Who is John? 
Did I say John Jonas? Maybe I meant Joe Jonas. I don't even know their fucking names. Isn't that insane? To be honest, like, I really be forgetting what Joe looked like. I know what Nick looked like because he's fine. But that, anyway, so Nick. <laughs> Nick really had, like, this weird mustache and, like, hit, like the way that everything was cut that he was wearing. He just really looks like Littlefinger from Game of Thrones. Um, and that shit was hilarious. So, yeah, especially since our, his brother is married to Sansa, like, in real life. So, that shit is super funny. Um, okay, but yeah, so i not saying that I liked his outfit. I'm just saying he looked like a little finger. But anyway, all right, I just want to say that. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about something pretty cool. Um, three black women have been crowned at the same time for Miss America, Miss USA, and Miss Teen USA. Now, when this story first broke a few days ago, um, I noticed that there was like an immediate backlash against the Miss Teen USA um, because I guess that for the um, she she generally likes to wear her hair straight. And I guess for the competition, she let her hair do its natural thing. And some people were upset about that. And I don't really understand where the fuck you guys are coming from. I usually don't, but I digress. Um, they're saying how, oh, she used her blackness as an advantage to win the, uh, to win this contest and all this weird stuff like that. And I'm like, well, I mean, it's just like, no matter what a black woman does, somebody is always going to find something wrong with it. Um, curly hair. I listen, I have it. Okay. I try to embrace it the best I can, but sometimes I should is unruly and if she wants to straighten her hair and that's how she prefers to wear it like whose business is that if she gonna listen if she gonna put a fucking hot ass flat iron to her hair every morning to get that fucking shit silky smooth that is those are not your ends those are her burnt ends and not for you to be concerned with like i just don't understand i mean honestly during a pageant i don't know i've never been in that shit but it looks like it could be hella time consuming and strenuous and maybe she didn't fucking have time for all of that and maybe wearing her natural hair was just a more of a convenience thing like I don't think I don't think that she would have just did that to get an advantage not when like we still have such a fucking long way to go as black people and as 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 far as the way the society looks as us and looks at us as black women so I don't really feel like that's valid but go off sis um but anyway so (laughs) um three fucking black women which is amazing um Chesley uh she is 27 year old lawyer from North Carolina. She won Miss USA. Um, she represents prison inmates for free and she'll um, now be advancing to the Miss Universe competition. Uh, Nia Franklin. Um, let me see which one. Oh, she won Miss America. And she was crowned in September and she was the first person to win Miss America without putting on a swimsuit. I don't even know what that means, but that shit is amazing. Um, and then Kaylee Garris is the younger girl who won Miss Teen um, USA or Miss Teen America, Miss Teen USA. Um, she won that as well. So, like, congratulations. Um, I hope that, um, you know, I hope that shit like this continues because we are so beautiful and we are so fucking smart and we're so fucking undervalued. And I think that the more representation that 
we force, I think the better that it'll be for little girls. You know what I'm saying? Like where somebody, a little girl's telling their teacher or something, I want to be Miss America. I mean, whatever the goal is, like knowing that she can, she could probably do it if she really wanted it. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't know. There we go. Okay. Speaking of, um, pretty black princesses, um, Meghan Markle, I know she's a duchess, don't come for me, um, (laughs) um, yeah, they just had their, their boy, yo, what is with the fucking royal family with, like, two seconds after you have the baby, you gotta have a press conference, like, that shit is insane, she looked tired, now, I didn't say she looked ugly or, like, beat, but she looked like, she had, like, that, like, oh, it just had a baby glow, like, but also, I really like to get out these kitten heels, you feel what I'm saying, like, she really wasn't here for that shit, like, she was very much like, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, and she was super ready to turn around and walk the fuck away, all right, so, the kid's name, Wow. It's Archie Harrison Martin Bacon. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Martin <laughs> I feel like the fucking <laughs> the fucking McDonald's thing has me like having bacon on my mind. <laughs> okay, let's try that again. Let's try it again. Let's try it again. <laughs> Okay, 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 here we go. Okay, so his name is Archie Harrison Mountbatten Windsor. Okay, Archie Harrison is his name. What did we call him? Arch, Archie? Uh, probably just his regular name, his full name. I don't know that kid. Like, why am I trying to make up nicknames for him? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, congratulations. Prince Harry looks so, he always just looks so happy when he's with Megan and I love that meanwhile his brother is getting me mugged for life by Kate but that's none of my business (laughs) oh my god okay so here we are guys there are two fucking episodes left of Game of Thrones okay I know I know you know I feel torn because like I feel like there's so much more that we could have gotten out of these last four episodes I think like we all liked episode three but then like in retrospect like we had an opportunity to do a lot more um and we just didn't um but whatever okay so episode motherfucking four um I feel like today is Wednesday I feel like you Motherfucker should have definitely watched Game of Thrones already. So, here's the thing, right? <laughs> Daenerys has lost a three-dragon lead. She is down to one dragon. Do you hear what I'm saying? The fucking shit is hitting the fan. <laughs> there was a fucking Starbucks coffee cup in Westeros. I don't know how. Don't ask me. I just know that it was there, okay? Like... <laughs> Like, oh my God, I feel like the cinematographer had to have screamed at the top of their fucking lungs when they saw that fucking Starbucks cup in a show for a time that didn't know nothing about a motherfucking caramel macchiato. (laughs) Okay. Oh, and then of course we unfortunately lose Missandei. 
Um, she yells out Dracarys, um, at the before she gets fucking beheaded. I feel like you know what's on. You look in fucking Khaleesi's eyes and that bitch is turning into the Mad Queen. Like, there's no fucking doubt about it. Um, okay. I mean, and that's pretty much, let me think what else happened. Oh, fucking, uh, Jamie took Brienne's virginity and then he fucking got up in the middle of the night to go and be with his sister. And I don't, I'm hoping that, I'm hoping that he's heading there to kill her. Because I really don't understand what the fuck point would there be for him to go back and try to, like, grovel at her feet when I feel like she probably not fucking with him. Arya is also on her way there. So is the fucking Hound. I legit hope that Arya gets to kill Cersei. I don't really know. I just, I, Arya just feels like she's the fucking, she's just going to be the winner in general. Like, there was an article I read that they were saying how Arya Stark is exactly like Michael Jordan. And honestly, like, I'm not going to say that that's wrong. Like, <laughs> they both had to carry a team. They're both clutch as hell. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> they both looked death in the eye and said, not today. You feel me? Flu game. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, I'm just saying the similarities are there. You can make the assumption. <laughs> but I just really feel like Arya, she got that juice and she she's gonna she's gonna be there at the end. Um I'm trying to think. Yeah, so we got we're down to one dragon. Okay, here's the thing, right? How the fuck when we were making all of those fucking dragon glass shits and all that stuff like that, why did no one make a chest plate or something for the dragons? Like, how much sense does it not make to not do that? Which is why we're down one dragon. I feel like if we had chest armor, something we would have... We was. I feel like we still would legit have at least two. Like, I feel like we could have three, but I feel like that part of the story is too far gone where I can't really remember if chest plates would have helped. I can't recall. But anyway, that's the point. Um, so, I mean, I'm trying to think of what else happened in the episode. I really feel like that's pretty much it. Um, oh, uh, uh, fucking Bran told the girls, Arya and, and uh, Sansa, who Jon really is. So now, like, that's a thing. Everybody's like, well, great, since he's the fucking rightful fucking heir. Like, let's tell this crazy-ass bitch with these dragons to chill. Like, and we'll just let Jon handle it. But also, Jon never wants any of the jobs you motherfuckers are trying to give to him <laughs> i feel like john just if he could and if like night watch was still needed he would just go be in the night watch and just be that would just be it but i don't know so let's see there's two more episodes um people are really upset with the writing i don't really feel a way either way because i didn't read the book so i'm not really like super like invested in another version of the story like this is just it um, so I'm excited to see what happens in the next two. I know that there's a bunch of people on their way to Cersei. Um, because absolutely they should be. Uh, I mean, like, I know that Danny turned or Khaleesi turned around and was like, walked away, but I know that she was fucking fuming and I know what's fucking on. So we'll see what happens. I hope that Cersei is like burned alive. That would be super dope. Or what if she could, like, choke like her son did? That would be super dope, too. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Speaking of other things that I'm slightly obsessed with, um, I think I feel like I've told you guys that I really love true crime, stuff like that. So, Netflix had a new um, Ted Bundy um, movie, and it's called um, Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile. 
um, then the name of the ty- of the uh, movie is actually taken directly from like the final words that the judge said to Ted um, uh, during his sentencing, I believe. Um, so the story really is around uh, revolves around Elizabeth Clofer. Um, I hope I'm saying her name her name right. But anyway, it pretty much revolves around when she met Ted Bundy. And she was the one that was involved with him right at the time where he was get where he got arrested, um, you know, for all of the terrible things that he actually did. And I think that it's really important when we're talking about somebody like Ted Bundy and all these things like that, that we for, that we don't forget that these are not just movies and that these are like real people and this shit like really happened to them. Um, so... Um, I mean, that's what pretty much what the story is like. It's like kind of like from not from her, not from her point of view, but just but I guess kind of. And I think that that might be the problem. It's not that I didn't like the movie at all. I definitely liked it. But I think that it does this thing to romanticize Ted Bundy more than I think that some unstable people are already or have already, like, romanticized him. Um, it's just, um, we don't really see any of the things that we know that he's done. Um, again, it's just, it's just really, um, it's just really from her view, like, because even after they weren't together anymore, she made him leave. She actually was the one who called the police about the sketch um, that came up in Seattle, and she's the one who actually called and was like, yo, I'm pretty sure it's not my boyfriend, but this this picture looks just like my boyfriend, maybe y'all should look into it. And initially, they tell her, like, oh, well, that don't sound like the right car, so you just wasting your time, but we'll put his name in, if it'll make you feel better. And then he's arrested. So she walks, so she's walking around with, like, a lot of this guilt, thinking that she's the reason that he's wrong, that he's in jail, like, you know, like, not because like she I guess for until the like end like she believed that he might have been innocent so she felt really guilty about that um it's a good movie I don't know how I feel about Zac Efron playing him and not this not to say that he wasn't convincing or that I didn't like his uh his acting but I'm just concerned again because we start to romanticize Ted Bundy and Ted Bundy gets romanticized an awful lot and I think that letting somebody like Zac Efron play him only helps that narrative that oh he like that he was a normal guy and that he was so sweet and caring and hot you know like whatever like um I guess you guys can just watch it for yourself um and kind of see what kind of uh, mood it puts you in but that's just it just felt very romanticized um and I just you know with the society being the way the society is now I just think you have to be really fucking careful when you're trying to tell a story about somebody that does that's done some crazy crazy things and you have to be careful not to like walk that line of like romanticizing it um yeah I don't know I don't really want to tell too much of it because if I'm sure everybody's fucking familiar with the Ted Bundy case but I think that this might be another interesting way to look at it um, they, of course, did fabricate some parts of it, um, so, I mean, that's obvious, um, but, I mean, I think Zach did a decent job, um, I, I mean, obviously, because fucking Netflix grabbed it after they, they debuted it at Sundance this year, 
they grabbed it and wanted it. Um, so, I mean, it's a good, it is a good movie, but just go into it understanding that, like, they are thoroughly romanticizing this man. But I, again, I think it's just because it's in the, it's from, it's kind of from the eyes of Elizabeth, just like, you know, masking or overlooking the things that she thought she didn't think that he was capable of. Um, but it's on Netflix. Um, and then of course, you know, there's other stuff like conversations with the killer, the Ted Bundy tapes, um, that you guys can watch as well. I think those will definitely like, you'll hear like the, the offness, um, in him. So I think that, um, if, I guess if you're not really into this kind of stuff and you're trying to get into it, I guess, um, with this, just, um, make sure that you're watching all of it. Cause depending on what you're watching and who's telling the story, like Ted Bundy, unfortunately gets romanticized. It's kind of disgusting, but you know, it happens. So anyway, I mean, same way that motherfuckers fucking loved fucking, uh, what's his name? Fucking, I can't think of his name. Charles fucking Charlie Manson. Like, like there are women that were like super like in love with him like regardless like not like over like clearly overlooking all of the heinous things that he's that he had done um so i mean it happens people are weird but like i said check it out it's really good um okay so what the fuck is happening in denver i mean i could start with the fact that there was yet another fucking school shooting And I don't really think we realize how often this shit happens. Like, I really don't think that we're really, like, weighing how often school fucking shootings happen. At one point, I'm pretty sure that there was a statistic that was saying that one happens, like, every day or every other day or something like that. But anyway, here we are. Super close. Not far at all from Columbine, where 20 years ago, um something very similar happened um two suspects were apprehended um after the shooting um at a stem school that has kids all the way as low as kindergarten all the way to seniors in high school about 1800 students go to that school there was an 18 year old and also a minor so there was um, Devin Erickson was the 18 year old and of course they cannot release um, the name of the juvenile because he is a juvenile a terrible one but a juvenile nonetheless so we don't really know why they did it yet I'm not really sure that it's gonna matter um, I just hope I'll be interested to see if they really treat Devin like an 18 year old, he is an 18 year old. He's technically adult. I'm just really concerned and I'm going to be watching to see, you know, if they're going to be treating him as such. Um, you know, cause I mean, tragedy strikes and we're supposed to do what's right. But I mean, I don't know when it's, I don't know y'all when it comes to people that are not of color, sometimes it is a very, up in the air feeling about what's going to happen. So we'll see. Um, one kid died. Um, the other kids that were injured, all of these kids, including the kid that died, were trying to stop the gunman. Um, it's such a fucking terrible fucking thing. Like, and it's so fucking frightening to think that like any day, any day this can happen. And your kid could be at school, your niece, your nephew, 
your little sister, your little brother. Could just be at school and a motherfucker just walk in like, mm, I'm over it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't fucking know. Um, so that's happening. Uh, you know, and it's just like, at what point are you guys going to give this motherfucking town a rest? Like, isn't this, this is the same area where the, the crazy lady a few weeks ago was super obsessed with the Columbine shooting and was like, and then they had, like, she had to kill herself before the fucking cops did. Cause like, what the fuck? Like, I don't understand. Like, let these people have some peace. Like, I'm sure like that shit is still like something that bothers them and keeps them up at night. I know it is. I can't imagine how it's not. I just, I, I don't, none of this shit makes sense to me. So, but, um, yeah, man. Um, I, I pray for everybody in this community. Um, I know that that doesn't bring people back. I know that it doesn't stop that from happening. Um, but what can stop this and we gotta really fucking think about this it's, well, we don't have you know what fuck that we don't have to think about it the answer is always fucking right in front of us and rich people and people that are in the positions to make these laws are just not fucking hearing us we just need to fucking figure out gun control like and that's literally it that's literally all oh, I'm about to go on a spiel you already know what it is I'm just sick. I'm sick. And I just hate it. And I don't know. Anyway. So when I said what the fuck Denver wasn't quite done. Um, so they are at this point where they are. The voters are going to be deciding whether psychedelic mushrooms should be decriminalized. Um, listen. I smoke weed. Um, so to me, that's not drugs, but whatever. I'll let you think whatever you want. Um, but I'm concerned about mushrooms because now we're talking about something that has psychoactive or psycho, like, you know what I'm saying? Like psychoactive, like, re- like, like you could have like a, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's a psychedelic drug is the point I'm trying to make. So, I'm trying to figure out why we're going to decriminalize that. Because if we decriminalize that, I feel like we have to, like, decriminalize, like, heroin and stuff. Like, I don't really, I haven't, it's been a really long time since I've been in, like, the medical scene. And I, like, I know, like, the schedules of these things. But, like, decriminalizing mushrooms can't be a fucking good idea. Like, let's stick with the weed. You know what I'm saying? And let's, like, let's, let's perfect that. I don't know why we're doing this um if you decriminalize marijuana then cool and that's cool right but then we still have to fucking then that should give us more time more resources more people to to crack down on things like this not decriminalizing it like it's just, what do you niggas just not want to do your job like i'm not really i don't really know what the point of this is but it doesn't seem like a good thing um because i've never been on mushrooms but I know that they can make you trip and I don't know what somebody behind the wheel of a car, how a trip would affect them. I don't know how, you know, somebody's at work, you know, like, and a trip affects them. Like, I don't know that. I mean, some people can't smoke weed, you know what I'm saying? Like, I get that, but I just don't, this just, this feels like a real bad idea, Denver. So, um, 
Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> I don't know. That's crazy. All right. <clears throat> so, um, in Kentucky, um, earlier um, this year, I want to say, um, a high schooler and his parents sued the school district because there is a ban saying, uh, or there's a rule saying, like, yo, like, if you're not vaccinated, you can't bring your ass to our school. And the only way you can bring yourself back to our school is after the outbreak is completely, 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 completely gone. And then you can come back. And I guess his family didn't like that. They are saying that these are deeply held religious beliefs. I mean, I guess this just has to do with the uh, original vaccination, like being, um, that was developed in the 60s from cell lines of two aborted fetuses. Um, so they don't believe in abortion. So that now, so then turn, they don't believe in things that can save your life. So in turn, he's 18, don't who, and is walking around unvaccinated. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. But here's the, this is why I brought it up. So his family went through all that and tried to sue the district, which they did not win. And guess what? Now this motherfucker has chicken pox. <laughs> so he was so pissed about being kept out of school only for him to get chicken pox and still have to be kept out of school. And I wonder, had he just taken that fucking vaccination, maybe he would still be in school. Maybe he wouldn't have missed most of his senior year over this shit. Like, I mean, it, it just it's like... It's like the vaccination isn't rubbing fetuses onto your skin or like injecting like little fetus fingers like into your bloodstream. So I don't really understand the logic behind it. I mean, I guess I understand it, but like it doesn't make sense when we're talking about diseases. Like, and then his father in the interview was bringing up how back in the day in the 70s and stuff, they just have fucking chicken pox parties and all the kids would get it. And that's cool. But things have like tremendously mutated and stuff since then and honestly back in the 70s and shit your parents shouldn't have been doing that to y'all either if I can be honest but that's just me and you know if you don't like what I say that's cool too but I mean like that's just real like chicken pox like we forget that they can kill people (laughs) so like it's kind of important but I'm not about to get on this anti-vax uh vax story with y'all because I just I don't have the energy nor do I care enough I just think that you should just get immunizations because like you should just get them like to just for you to be safer and for everyone around to be safer and then you won't have these issues I just sometimes I really think that I could like really stand to like sit and like have a conversation with the anti-vax person and I'm sure that I could and maybe I will like one day but it's just like it just doesn't you I don't think that there's anything you could say to help me make it make sense. But for sure. So now that nigga got got fucking chicken pox and he still can't go to school, so everybody's going to fucking hate him when he comes back to school. <laughs> and he was on the fucking basketball team. So this nigga can't play basketball, can't go to school cuz your daddy says that he doesn't want any fetus juice inside your blood veins. <laughs> so fucking dumb. <laughs> okay, guys. So it is that time. It's time for the one up for the week. So it's mine is really short and simple this week. It's um, don't forget 
what a disservice you do to yourself by doubting yourself. Nobody else is aware of these doubts but you because you're creating them. So don't ever forget how fucking capable you are. And that's it. Simple and sweet, right? And it wasn't bullshit. How about that? (laughs) Okay, guys. So episode 38 is in the motherfucking books. Thank you guys so much, as usual, for tuning in. And you know what? I'll just see you next week. (laughs) Bye.